0: Hi this is Dynamis333. My brothers and sisters we are fast approaching the last great day of the Feast of Tabernacles, the day of the sacred assembly. Now I'm expecting the rapture to take place on the uh, day 22 which is October 11. Um, many are watching for the rapture to take place on the 8th of October uh, and others are watching for the rapture to take place on the uh, 7th, as you can see here, the 7th of October. So I'm watching along with everybody else. If it happens sooner, the better. So I'll be watching for Saturday, uh, Sunday and I'll I'll be watching all point till the 11th of October. Now my brothers and sisters, uh, the reason why I'm I'm making this video today is to Give the reasons why many will be left behind. However, um, it may not be as bad as it looks, because um, you know. Let me let me let me try and explain uh, 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 very carefully what I mean. Now, there's a, this verse here. This is Revelation uh, thirteen ten. It reads. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Now what does this mean? What this basically means is that anybody that puts anyone in spiritual bondage whereby they are unable to live a life, uh, that glorifies God, in know words, they are unable to um, receive the righteousness of God so that then basically they receive false doctrine that stops them from going in the rapture. That's what it means to uh, lead into captivity, in other words, you put them in spiritual bondage where you teach false doctrine that causes people to be left behind. That person that teaches this false doctrine will also be left behind. Anyone that teaches doctrine that destroys the soul, this, this word sword here is any doctrine that destroys the soul of anyone, that person's soul will also be uh, destroyed. And this is why it says here, here is the patience and the faith of the saints. In other words, we are, we are to persevere in practicing righteousness according to the truths of our faith until the Lord comes. So um, this is what you have to fight to acquire the true doctrine. So uh, what, I, what I intend to say, I've already written it out, uh, I might uh, elaborate a few things as I, as I go along. So this is what I wrote. False doctrine imprisons the mind and will cause millions of people to be left behind. Those who teach it and those who are imprisoned by it will not make the rapture cut. To lead others into heresy and into the practice of wickedness has serious consequences. Such a person will be left behind for doing so. To kill with the sword means to use false doctrine to destroy the soul of another. Such a person by doing so is destroying their own soul. Now, such a person will be left behind to be destroyed along with the wicked. In order to prevent anyone from stealing our crown, we must persevere in practicing the righteousness of God according to the truths of our faith. This is what here is the patience and the faith of the saints means. So what are the false doctrines that cause that can cause um, a mind to be imprisoned? Let me read that again. So what are the false doctrines that cause mind imprisonment? Believing. That good works are not part of salvation. This produces faith-only Christians. This is dead faith Christianity. Is it because a lot of people believe that oh, good works are not part of salvation, but that's not what the Word teaches. Here's uh, Romans two five to nine. God who will render to each one according to his deeds eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. You notice that. It says, doing good, you're seeking for something, immortality. Mm? Paul is letting you know that you have to do good to experience immortality. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, But obey unrighteousness, what do they get? Indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil. You see, there are a lot of people who call themselves Christians, they do evil because they don't think they need to do good. So, what happens? If you if you're not encouraged to do good, what happens? You do evil. And then you claim that you're under grace. Mm? Anyone teaching this type of doctrine? You are leading people into captivity. You are destroying souls. There's a price to pay for that. You will be left behind. Mm? Teaching that Christians, the second one, teaching that Christians don't need to keep the Ten Commandments, this produces Christians that practice lawlessness. This is what the law said. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. To do the will of the Father is to keep the Ten Commandments. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. When people are told not to keep, they don't have to keep the commandments. That automatically means people are being encouraged to practice lawlessness. If you're teaching this type of doctrine, this type of heresy, you're causing people to be left behind, you will also be left behind for teaching this. The third one, teaching that Christians are free to divorce and remarry. This produces Christians who practice adultery. So if you're telling people, oh, don't worry, you know, if you, you, you go, you can't, you're free to remarry, God wants you to be happy. Uh, God understands. We are under grace. We don't have to keep the. You know, this is not a salvation issue. If that's you if you're teaching that to people and they are divorcing and remarrying because of what you taught, they're left behind. You have led them into captivity. You will also be left behind. Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. This is rampant in the church. I've I've talked about it in many many of uh, many of my videos. Well, I keep on uh, stressing it because many are going to be left behind because of this. They were taught this in church. Those who taught them will, will be judged because of it. They'll be left behind. And those who follow what they teach will also be left behind. And here's the last one here. Teaching that the Father is a separate entity to Jesus. This produces Christians who reject the divinity of Jesus Christ. There's only one God heaven and earth that one god is the lord jesus christ he is the everlasting father manifest in the flesh the lord and the father are one like body and soul the lord and the father the union of the lord and the father is what produced the holy spirit so you can see there's one god the holy spirit uh, is produced flows out from the lord jesus christ because of his union with the father that's why he had to unite his body with the with the father by by rising from the grave and that's why we have the holy spirit so we worship one god one divine being and that one god is the lord jesus christ if you're teaching people you know they can you know they can speak to jesus they can speak to the father and and you can go back and forth no there's only one god the lord jesus christ he is the manifestation of the invisible god the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why, if you read here in John 14, 7-10, if, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. This is what the Lord said. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, "Show us the Father? Why didn't the Lord uh, tell um, why didn't the Lord tell Philip, "Oh, my father is in heaven." Why didn't he say that? He didn't say that. why? Because the Father and the Son are one like body and soul. You see one divine being, you see Jesus, you're seeing the Father, you worship Jesus, you're worshiping the Father. Our minds must be focused on Jesus in order to receive anything from the Lord. If you have a divided mind, you have thinking about the Lord, you're thinking about the Father, you're thinking about the Holy Spirit, and you're going back and forth between two, three, you're not worshiping one God. Anybody that teaches that, they're teaching you to be left behind. You will be left behind because you, you have to worship one God. Mm? The, the, the reason why there's so much heresy is because people have a divided idea about the Lord. And that's why many people are being led, into, uh, are being led astray. Mm? Now, this is what I wrote here. Hundreds of millions of Christians will be left behind because they subscribe to these false teachings. It's going to take being left behind for the blinders to come off and for these false doctrines to be rejected. Then Christians will start to keep the Ten Commandments. You see, people think that um, now we're under grace, that, they, that we don't keep the Ten Commandments now. That's not true. Anyone know that teaches you that you're teaching you heresy. You see, then they'll start to teach, uh, people start to live according to the commandments. That's why you're reading here in Revelation 12, 17. And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. In Revelation 14, 12, here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. They were not doing this before. Now they are doing it now. Mm, I want people to do it now so that they don't have to be left behind to do it, uh, you know, after in the Great Tribulation. Now, receiving and living according to the doctrine of Christ is how the Lord sets our minds free to receive the love of God. Without the love of God, we cannot practice the righteousness of God. This is very important. Without the love of God, we cannot practice the righteousness of God. Look, this is what 1 John 3.10 says. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. Hmm? Why is this so important? Without the righteousness of God, in us we won't be able to obtain faith for the rapture now this is where people are going to come unstuck you need the righteousness of god to have faith for the rapture mm, why is this important you know, you you soon uh, you soon find out now this is 2 peter 1 and 2 look what it says here to those who obtain like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Do you notice this? Jesus Christ is called God. It's called God and Saviour. The righteousness must come from Him. If you don't worship Jesus as God, you can't receive the righteousness. You can't receive the love. You cannot have the faith to believe in Him for, to be included in the rapture. You see, my brothers and sisters. So, Look at what it says here. To those who obtain like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. We need to practice righteousness to have faith for the rapture. Now this become more clear as we as we read on. This is Leviticus 23:36. For seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire. Now the fire here is the love of God this is the righteousness of God because you you, the love of God is what that's the the spiritual fire and it's the love of God that produces the righteousness of God and when you have uh, um, the righteousness of God you can have you can offer up true faith you can offer up praise that has the righteousness of God in it that's why it says for seven days shall offer an offering made by fire that uh, offering is truth of faith which is praise worship reading the Bible, uh, by the Spirit of God, made by fire, that's the righteousness of God, to the Lord. On the eighth day you shall have a holy convocation and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. It's a sacred assembly and you shall do no customary work on it. So you see, we have to have the righteousness of God, we have to have the truth of faith in us. These are all received from the Lord these heresies these uh, false doctrines will prevent you from receiving this my brothers and sisters let's read further on this is Deuteronomy 16 13-15 you shall observe the feast of tabernacles seven days when you have gathered from your threshing floor and from your wine press and you shall rejoice in your feast seven days you shall keep a sacred, a sacred feast to the lord your god in the place which the lord chooses because the lord your god will bless you in all your produce And in the work of your hands, so that you surely rejoice. You see, in other words, for you to uh, rejoice, for you to praise the Lord, to worship the Lord on the day of the rapture, you have to have produce. You have to have the righteousness of God in you. Mm? We have to have this righteousness in us. And we can only do do that by shunning evils, keeping the Lord's commandments, doing good. That's all the righteousness of God. My brothers and sisters. This is uh, Nehemiah 8, 14 and 18. And they found written in the law which the Lord had uh, commanded by Moses that the children of Israel should dwell in booths during the feast of the seventh month, also day by day, from the first day, that's uh, from the 4th of October, until the last day, that's the uh, 11th of October, he read from the book of the law of God, and they kept the feast seven days. 4th to the 10th, and on the 8th day, 11th of October, was the sacred assembly. This is when I expect the Lord to gather us up uh, into heaven on the 11th of October. It could happen sooner, but I'm looking at the 11th. Now look at this. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that, that day, this day should overtake you as a thief. You are sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith. Is that word, Truth Truths of faith. And love. That's from practicing the righteousness of God. How do you put on love? you got to practice righteousness. How do you put on faith? you got to speak the truth of faith. These all they exist together. And as a helmet, the hope of salvation, that is the hope of receiving a glorified body. You can see right here, you can see that the uh, Paul is alluding to the Feast of Tabernacles, hmm? faith and love. Faith, that's the offering, and, and it originates from the righteousness of God, which we, we get by practicing, um, we, which we, we, we receive um, by having the love of God flowing into us. My brothers and sisters, here we have—we see again 2 Thessalonians 1, 7-10. The Lord just is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. He comes in that day to be glorified in his saints. So he's coming to be glorified. In other words, as the Lord comes closer to us, we are his spirit in us is going to react. Mm? His spirit, the spirit of God in us is going to react. He's going to move us to glorify him, to celebrate him, to praise him, to rejoice when we see him. Mm? And to be admired among all those who believe. Now look at this verse here. This is 1 John four seventeen eighteen. 18. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the Day of Judgment. Why do we need boldness in the Day of Judgment? It's because when the rapture is about to take place, fallen angels are going to come crashing down. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to appear in the skies that are going to cause people to be afraid. So we need to have in us the love of God how do we get the love of God in us? How does does the love of God get perfected in us? You've got to practice the righteousness of God. That's why it says, love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in the world. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. Why, Why would people be afraid on that day? Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has been made he who fears has not been made perfect in love in other words if you're afraid on the day of the rapture when all these things are happening it's because you've not been practicing the righteousness of God how do you perfect love you've got to practice righteousness so that when when the the, the skies roll back and the and the demons start to be cast down onto the earth you're not going to be afraid you're going to lift up your hands you're gonna boldly start praising the Lord. The love of god is perfected in us when we practice the righteousness of god this is how we obtain faith to praise the lord on the day of judgment which is the day of the rapture my brothers and sisters fallen angels who will be cast down onto the earth on the day of the rapture Let mm, move that again Falling angels uh who will be cast down onto the earth on the day of the rapture millions of people will become paralyzed with fear many will have heart attacks and won't be able to call on the lord jesus christ these fallen angels will torment people you see they will smell fear Wherever fear is they'll be there because they know that these people don't have any they've not perfected love they've not practiced righteousness they've not filled themselves with the love of god they've not kept the commandments Mm hmm They've been, they've, been, they've, been, they've been believing in false doctrine. So they're going to be tormenting people, my brothers and sisters. But those who, have, who are filled with the love of God, who are practicing the righteousness of God, these are the people that have faith to glorify Jesus. As believers who are filled with the righteousness of God and faith, we'll be able to boldly stand our ground, lift up our hands and start praising the Lord. As we do this in the hope of receiving our glorified bodies, we should expect to be gathered up for the sacred assembly on the last great day of the feast of Tabernacles, on the eleventh of October, twenty twenty-three. So, my brothers and sisters, this is um, what I just wanted to share today. You know, don't let anyone steal your crown. There's a lot of false doctrine that's going to cause people uh, to be left behind. Uh, but, but there's a there's there, there is hope because. Um, is a possibility that they might uh, on that day because don't forget it's called a great day for a reason it's possible that even if the rapture takes place um, It may not just be one rapture. There could be waves of rapture on the same day though on the same day um, I wrote this, uh, no, I didn't write it, but um, I posted this a long time ago um, This was something that um, a lady was shown. She was shown that the rapture happens in waves those wasn't just one rapture so if you miss one you can still go in the, in the second or third one so let's let me just uh, read it here quickly um she says uh if if this is daniel erickson if you are preparing yourself for the rapture but all your family have uh, seems to be not prepared at all you, should you not try to stay behind in order to help the family uh, she was talking about people that are other members of the family that maybe they're not ready that would you you stay behind to help them out um I'll probably post the link of this in, in in this in this video, but the part I want to show is this part here. Um, this is what she wrote here: "The Lord has also shown me that there are many fence sitters who will believe when they see it, who will suddenly be awakened to the day and hour in which they live, and promptly repent and praise His name." Look what they said there: "Repent and praise His name." There'll be great joy in heaven over these late comers as they are brought into the kingdom perhaps i need to explain that the lord has also shown me that the rapture occurs in several waves it is these delays between waves that give opportunity for last moment repentance so this is what i hope happens Hmm? Uh, this lady asked many Perkins, when you say that the lord revealed to you that the rapture comes in waves please if possible could you explain that further thank you so this is what she said um first i would say that it always it's always possible that i misinterpreted what i was seeing having said that what i believed i was seeing was people being pulled from the planet then a pause although the vision happened very quickly in my mind it seemed that a few hours may have passed then another wave came over the earth and more were taken up this kept happening throughout the day so my brothers and sisters there's a possibility that there's going to be more than one rapture on the same day so People can still have opportunity to repent. This, this, is, this is what I pray happens. It seemed that the pause allowed for those that understood what was happening to witness to those who that, that did not, and that people were coming to Jesus throughout the day. This reminds me of the parable of the workers that were called up to help with the harvest right up onto the 11th hour so that the maximum possible harvest was achieved. I felt I, I, I received a confirmation in what I saw when I heard another person tell of her dream where she and some others witnessed two people being taken up. Everyone ran to the place these two people had been been standing. The others began to cry out, why didn't the Lord take us too? The woman having the dream said, she heard the Lord say, it is already done. She then said to everyone, let us go to church. Then they prayed and sang and soon they also were taken up. You see what they did? They prayed, they sang. That singing, that is faith. With your Bible, uh singing the psalms speaking the psalms praying in tongues you know all these things that's faith but it must come from fire it must come from the fire of the love of god and that love of god is perfected when we practice righteousness when we shun evils and we're doing good by the spirit of god so any doctrine that that causes you not to practice righteousness causes you not to uh, have faith anything that anything like that is, is heresy and it will cause you to be left behind so my brothers and sisters this is just to encourage you because i want as many people to go into rapture as possible so and I'm preferably going in the first wave <laughs> if there's more than one wave you want to go in the first wave so when these fallen angels start to uh come crash, crashing down uh maybe the the, the the sky rolls back whatever you see happening don't be afraid Lift up your hands, start to praise Jesus, start to love Jesus. Now repent. If any of those things, if you are guilty of any of those things that are I, I listed, repent. You can repent from adultery. You can repent from not approaching the Lord directly. You can repent from any sin and ask God to forgive you. You will. Mm-hmm. The Lord loves you. He will forgive you and repent. Say, Lord, Lord, anything that, mean that is not of you, please take it away. You know, cleanse me and start living right. Start living for God. Start loving people around you. Forgiveness. Don't have hatred. Don't have bitterness. Mm. <laughs> my brothers and sisters. So this is just a, a, a quick word um, that um, so that we can all be ready. So I'm looking if it happens on the seventh, which is to uh on the seventh, uh today, is today already? Uh, Saturday. If it happens today, great. If it happens on the eighth, great. I'm looking at the 11th, Uh, my brothers and sisters, I believe this is it. I pray that we, we see each other uh in 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 the in the heavenly kingdom in the New Jerusalem, and I hope to speak to you soon. Have a great day. Bye for now.